I'm the king of the swingers, oh, the jungle VIP. Hey everybody, you're listening to Parents Uncut with your host Aaron. Today we're talking about expecting number two so soon and how our relationships have changed with our friends, etc. With the help of sneakers and stuff and shoe shame, you can find the show on the SNS app, iTunes podcast, Spotify and all good podcast outlets. With that being said, today's guest is a guy I've known for about 26 years, give or take. We went to the same secondary school or high school if you're in America We spent a lot of our time going out, having beers, making memories, and having an amazing time. And now we get to share parenthood together, which is pretty amazing. He has a daughter who is 18 months, and his wife, also a good friend, is cooking one up as we speak. Straight out of the T-Wells, I welcome one of my best mates, Finn. How are you, mate? How is it going? Yeah, very good, Aaron. Nice to see you, man. Thanks for having us here. Um, Yeah, things are good, really. Um, Bit sort of, um, you can't really tell, can you, with your second one? You don't know how you feel. Everything's just a whirlwind, isn't it? So everything's good. We're enjoying ourselves very much. So, <clears throat> Sophie and I, when we found out um, that we were having our second one, we found out like almost three months in, uh, which was quite a shock because then it meant that we only really had like what six months left to go. Six, seven, eight, nine. Yeah, six months to go. When did uh, when did you guys find out? about your new one so we found out on my birthday actually funny enough um oh really yeah it's quite funny actually because we've got we've got a couple of mates Liv and mike and their little girl orla was born within a few weeks of ruby same time so they all went through the same sort of thing together and um yeah. Liv and marie were you know quite close friends and could talk about all sorts of things and then Liv came to us uh, when we went for, we just took the girls up the park one day and she says oh by the way we're pregnant uh, we're expecting a second one, and me and Maria were like, "Oh, Jesus Christ!" And like, "Wow, that's amazing!" And then we were like, "Oh, it kind of made you feel like well, we better as well, you know? Like we better, <laughs> we want to, so let's do it. Let's make sure it's the same time." Yeah. And then, um, anyway, we um, we were home. I think that was a Saturday, Sunday morning. We woke up, and Marie just said, um, "I'm just going to do a pregnancy test anyway, you know, to see what it is." And it turns out we were pregnant as well, and we didn't even know it. So it was no really way. cool. Yeah, it was really, really cool. So, like, yeah, same situation again. Um, you know, a couple of friends that live quite close to us going through the same things we are, and, and it's just fantastic. We're so lucky, so, so lucky. So, you're, so Ruby, she was born in December 2019, right? Yes. I yeah. am useless with dates. Marie holds mm. the calendar. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, because so Alfie was born in January, like literally a month yeah. later. <clears throat> yeah. So what's so crazy is that like, you know, we kind of like have been on this same similar journey together, uh, as I said before, but like not actually anywhere near together because, you know, I've no. been in Australia, obviously, and you're over in the UK. So it's like, it is pretty mad that like, we're going through the same thing or we've, we've had this same or similar experiences for the past, what, year and a half, 17, 18 yeah. months. Two years. And then two years. Two, yeah. Yeah. And then, With yeah, the because pregnancy. obviously, yeah, the pregnancy. Uh, and then now we're also both having another kid. Then we go and bloody do it again. 
I know. <laughs> you know, it's funny. Yeah, you said you mentioned uh, just now about like you know we might as well, and when um when we found out that we were having our second child, um, who's due very soon, um, we found out. Uh, sorry, we were kind of like our. Oh, it's not really a good time, right? Like, which, you know, a lot, we just moved from Australia to Sweden and mm. we're living in a sm- quite a small apartment and we had Alfie and et cetera, et cetera. And it's like, any, like now is as good a time as any. So you might as well it's just do it now. It's never a good time, is it? It's never a, it's good, never time. a good time. Never. Yeah. And that's the thing. That I was, think uh, people I, forget I was mega guilty of that, trying to plan. You can't. Really? Well, or trying to put off saying it wasn't a good time. And we was like, mm-hmm. it's never a good time and there'll never be a good time for you. You know, let's 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 get on with it. Let's let's have you know, and she's so right. What you made you feel like it, What made you feel like it wasn't a, a good time f- for you guys? Because, I mean I know you guys, like and I know you, you know you got you got a house and you're financially stable and stuff like that. So what was it for you that felt like it wasn't quite right? Because I think um, for me it was you know, I we just moved to a different country, so we weren't necessarily financially stable. We didn't have a house, so it's it, it's interesting. You know, you know, what was it for you that you felt? What, yeah. Well, I think for the first time, man, it was probably the same for most blokes. It's like um, you can't get your head around from going from being this dude that only has to wipe his own ass. <laughs> probably fucking struggles doing that to being a guy that, that has to. You know, it's just incomprehensible trying to fit, imagine being a father. So you just put it off. I'm not mm. quite ready. I'm not quite ready. Then, yeah, right, right, right. So that, you know. But then the second time around, for me, coronavirus really just um, really put the wind up me. It was... Um, really, right. Yeah, I it really had a lot of fear about Marie being in hospital at that sort of time. And, uh, well, that makes sense. I understand also, it was that. so unknown, wasn't it? It was so unknown. Yeah, it was It was definitely, you know, the the crux of it was um was a very odd period of time for everyone obviously um but yeah yeah i get i get that like yeah i understand that that's that makes sense um you mentioned before that you had friends who also have children um but how was it if we go back a little bit how was it for you um you know obviously you told your friends that you got pregnant for the first time that you and Marie were pregnant and then you know, how was it actually after she was born? Like, because obviously it's quite, like, did it change a lot for you in terms of like your friends or? Yeah, I mean, um, so I suppose over the years, you, you kind of, not a nice way of saying it, but you kind of shed friends, don't you? You know, as, as, as you get older, it happens. You have a bigger network when you're younger and then. Absolutely. Naturally, as you get to where we are now, really, I mean, it's just, I mean, you've been the other side of the world and I talk to you probably more than most people really, you know, sometimes. And a lot of people that I never thought that I'd end up, you know, not seeing as much have just completely disappeared, you know, which is pretty gutting because yeah, right. just not really any excuse for it other than kind of laziness or whatever, I don't know. But some real close friends, I don't know. It's not, it's, um, but it's no loss for me because, you know yourself how busy we are now and, and how much more you have when you have a kid. It's like, you know, you see the importance of everything, really. The family, the close friends that you, that you have that stick by you and the kids themselves is kind of it, you know. 
Um, but then the people that did have kids at the same time as us, it, it brings you closer because um, same fears, same worries, same dreams, same joys, same excitement, same laughter, mm. you know. So, yeah. So, in terms of, like, I 100% agree, you kind of, you know, you do shed friends or, you know, you have new interests and things don't necessarily align with other people and some people get stuck doing X, Y, Z and blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, everyone kind of grows, um, which such is life. Um, But in terms of, like, was there anything that you, you kind of noticed yourself from after Ruby was born that it, it's a weird one because I know obviously Corona was basically for the whole first year of her life. Yeah. Uh, so obviously that makes things a little bit more difficult, but I feel like in Corona more people came together in terms of like utilizing zoom and that sort of shit. So, yeah, definitely. So, I mean, now that we're coming sort of away from lockdowns and stuff like that, like, you, do you feel that people are interested in sort of getting to know your daughter and kind of being around that kind of environment? Because I feel like sometimes people get a bit weird about that and they don't even realise they get weird about it as well. Yeah, definitely, yeah. yeah. I mean, some people, a couple of people, we've really noticed have, like, uh, un- so all un- unexpectedly become really quite better friends than they maybe were before right, and they right. show a lot more interest because of, sometimes you see some people you know that they want to have kids themselves so they want to they want to associate them, associate themselves with other people that have got kids right, right. because they want to learn and they want to be involved and they want to test themselves and they want to see what kids are like you know I mean I, I never really had any interaction with any kids other than my niece yeah and so I suppose when Marie and I knew that we were going to have kids, we used to dote over Willow, our niece, a lot more. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So, but yeah, other, since lockdowns starting to open up, I think uh, again it sounds drastic, but the damage has kind of been done on a lot of relationships, and it's not gonna it's not gonna go back to the way it was. Sorry, the farty noises. I'm sitting on a maternity ball, by the way. I do Very nice. The farty noises. <laughs> but yeah. Never, if you have a kid, never get rid of one of these because, have you still got yours? Because it became like the best toy in the world. Ruby thinks it's an Atlas stone, so she runs around it like that. I, I've seen, I've seen uh, on, never get rid of on uh, Marie's Insta. Uh, no, we we actually never had one. Best toy. So, um, oh, so good. So yeah. I used it more than Marie. We, we, I believe that. <laughs> <laughs> didn't you used to have one in... Yeah, my um, friendships have changed. Didn't you used to have one of those... Sorry to interrupt. Didn't you used to have one of those balls in, in yeah, the right. apartment in Hawkenbury? Or... We may have done. I, I feel like... Done. There was a lot feel, going on in there. Yeah, yeah, there was. Uh, I feel like I have some sort of memory from that. Anyway, sorry. Um, I have very, very few memories of that apartment. <laughs> Do you know, I actually remember the first time, um, like, when you were first sort of, like, dating Marie, and I think it was, like, the first time she was coming over and you were all super excited and you're like, right, you, you got to go, you got to get out. Uh. <laughs> That's brilliant. And that was years ago. That's yep. mad. Um, anyway, sorry. Yeah. So, um, you were saying. Yeah. The friendships thing is, um, definitely changes, but I think in the long run, it changes for the better, you know, like, you know, who, you know, who, um, your friends are and, 
the other people will always be your friends, but you just know that you know that they're doing different things, different stages of their lives, and it brings other people close together. Like as well, I've never been so close to my sisters. Really? Um, it's weird. I, yeah, like I consider my two sisters now to be like my best friends, yeah. and it's it's fucking bizarre because we wanted to kill each other for the last thirty years. You know <laughs> yeah, I mean? but, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, like at school, it's like you didn't yeah, even exist to I mean, them. I, no, no. I mean, I'm pretty sure they tried to top me a few times when I was a kid as well, really. But, like, you know, it's the um, now it's mad. I mean, I ring my, I'm, I feel upset if I haven't had a video chat with my sisters and their kids like on the weekend. Yeah, right. Um, you know, so yeah, that's really cool. That's a massive positive family. Just you get closer. You know? Do you feel like um, <clears throat> that? yourself held a part in that breakdown of like communication or whatever with like friends who maybe don't have kids and you're kind of focusing more on the people who do have kids so do you think that like because I know for me like I definitely it's a weird one because in Australia I didn't know anybody who had kids and then every a lot of people who I knew in England who didn't have kids started having kids like around the same time, which I think is basically the same for you as well because we have the same friendship group. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, people either did it like way earlier on, or they're doing it like right now. And um, so yeah. I feel like I was more distant from like actually the people who were having kids and in the same situation as me, by pretty much yourself. Mm. Um, and I was actually got closer with friends who don't have kids and felt like, like you were saying about how some of the people kind of, um, the friendships improved more. Like, I definitely think that I saw things in some of my friends that I didn't yeah. see before. I was like, oh, wow, that's like really cool seeing them interact with my, my baby at the time, you know? Yeah, it's lovely, um, isn't it? It is lovely. It's so nice. But do you think... You know, yeah, no, definitely... Definitely, I had something to do with that, you know. I can be a bit of a recluse anyway. To be honest, lock, lockdown for me, I quite enjoyed some mm. of it, really. It's, I mean, we partied hard when we were young, and we were young. And we started young, and we went all the way through up to the 30s. Uh-huh. I mean, I think there's no brain cells in here anymore. I think it's just a couple of cells bumping together like that. But it was about time we gave up. Yeah. But So lockdown for me, it's been good. I've been able to just concentrate on the house, like, spending time with my daughter and I definitely am to blame for a lot of that. But, um, yeah, it's not, it's not such a bad Mm. thing. And I'll tell Mm. you why, actually, one thing I ask you, I don't know, maybe it's my own paranoid mind, but you're saying that you've got those stages of people having their kids, like Mm. we're doing it now, but you said there's either people that are doing it now with you or people that did it a long Mm. time before while we were still Mm. partying. I look back on those people that did it before now and I actually feel really guilty. I feel really like what an asshole like how I behave, like I didn't show. Oh yes. Do you know what? I didn't give them yes. time. Absolutely. Like it's, that's so funny you say it because I definitely yeah. have felt that I've been like, um, a good example is, um, why didn't I, why didn't yeah, I? Hundreds, like, you know, Ricky. Um, yeah. So he's coming yeah. on the show, yeah. uh, in, in a few episodes time. Yeah. Well, Georgia as well. Yeah. Oh well, yeah. My cousin. Right. So it's like, and Billy, obviously you know yeah and it's like yeah i made zero effort to 
be there yeah, and let them down. try and let them down. You feel yeah, like man. Down. So like looking back, and I'm just like, I have these moments sometimes, and it's like, you know, I see Alfie playing, and um, it'll be with someone who I know or whatever, like a friend and all the rest of it, or like a family member, like some of Sophie's family members here. And I'm thinking, like, fuck, like I owe some people some apologies, like, and it's so weird because yeah. like we were I so like, you know, it's. When you're like 20, you think that someone who's 30 is so old and someone who's 40 is a granddad and all the rest of it. And it's like, mm. it's, but it's like, mate, who gives a shit? Like your friend who's supposed to be like a good friend of yours, like just had a child and they're like the same as you and they're trying to do the same things that you're doing and also trying to navigate having a child. Like I can't believe, yeah. So actually I do, I don't necessarily feel guilt, but I do feel very... I do feel a bit disappointed in myself, but then by the same token, I d- yeah, that's it. Yeah, looking back, I didn't know. You didn't, you know, know what I mean? Which is, but again, maybe I should have been yeah. more aware. I don't that's, know. It's a that, weird that's one. It. Yeah, that's the biggest thing about having a kid, though, isn't it? You haven't got a fucking skill <laughs> yeah. until you have a kid. Exactly. Have you? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter who tells you what. It doesn't matter no. what they tell you. you just. It's like your parents. It's like, you know, you should stay at school. You're going to need it when you're yeah. you know, whatever. But it's like, as soon as you have that kid, you go, oh, shit. Yeah, they were all right. You know, it, what they all said about how you're never going to do anything like this again. And you're never going to have such a a battle that's so worth it. And blah, blah, blah. You don't know. So you couldn't have been expected to know in your 20s what that friend was. Yeah, I mean, and I think it, it's, it's a weird one, like... No. I think, you know, 10 years later being, <clears throat> you know, in our 30s now, I do think culture around, like, talking about how you feel and your emotions and stuff has, has come so much further that maybe if it was how it is now, but we were that young, yeah. maybe we would be a little bit more courteous, a bit more aware of it. I don't know. Um, but I do hope that people yeah, maybe, people maybe. are more aware now but then again it's you know you can flip it around right so it's like the people there's definitely friends I have who um feel to me at least that they're like not really interested and not bothered and I get it and I think the reason why I get it is because I look back and think oh yeah that was me when I was 20 and my mates who were 20 Um, so it's it's a weird one you can't really blame the person but then also when they do have kids, like you said, then suddenly they realize everything is, they just realize so much. You just have all this like weird clarity of like, just, just, yeah, I don't know what matters. What matters? Your moral, your moral, your moral compass just zooms in, doesn't it? And it's, um, you know, we had a wobbly moral compass before that just (laughs) flapped all over the place and, you know, wherever it landed, that was your, that was your morality, but now it's yeah, it's got direction in it. You know where you go. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, it's a yeah, it's a bit of a mad one, that's for sure. Um, so number two is on the way, and we uh, we we briefly touched on it before. Yeah. Number two, um, how how how. How do you feel that's going to affect your life? Like, obviously, yeah. you know, I was talking to um, Jason in the previous episode, and um, you know, he mentioned yeah. it was like just, just uh, you're already a parent, so it's not like it's a new thing. So it's just an addition. How do you feel? Do you feel it's like that, or do you feel it's? Mm. What do you feel? 
Um, uh, yeah, he's completely right. By the way, I really enjoyed listening to the last, uh, you know, the last one with Jason, and, and it was actually really educational because he's just that little step ahead. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Right. So there was a lot. It was really interesting. Like I really honed in on that and was <laughs> desperately trying to claw at tips. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. But um, I. Uh, I don't know, me and Marie always joke, we always say, oh, that's our little team, you know what I mean? Ruby's, Ruby's now, she's slotted in with us and she's joined in on our funny little ways and I just feel like having another one, yeah, going to slot in on our funny little ways, be another little addition to our team, mm. to go out and cause trouble together, you know what I mean? And that's kind of how we joke around about it, but I am um, I'm quite frightened, <laughs> to be fair. <laughs> I am You're very, always worried, mate, always. Uh, right. <laughs> I know, it's what I do. It's what I'm bald. You know what I mean? But I, uh, no, I am worried, but I, I know it would be absolutely fine. For people that don't know Marie as well, yeah. she's just like the Terminator. I mean, I'd probably lucky to be alive. If Marie wasn't here, I'd probably just melt into a bit of mud. You know what I mean? She yeah, I feel together, that's so. very true. She's, um, no offence. <laughs> yeah, they know what they're doing, don't they? We just got to be there to catch the bits. Yeah. <laughs> bit yeah. What um what worries you in particular? Yeah. Do you feel? Because like Corona is sort of out of the way, so sort um, of, so I mean, what, what's the new worry? Mm. Uh, there's a few really. I mean, I'm one of those people that I can't mm. bear things not being all right. Like I loved what you were talking about the other day uh, about the noise thing. And I, can, and I never thought I know. you would be that guy. I didn't think I would be. I never thought you'd be that guy. You know, we've never thought about that. But that's me. That's paranoid Android. That's me. Like, there's a noise in the house. Oh, my God, I've got to make it right. You know, Mate, every time um, right, you know? our, our bathroom door, right, so it's one of those things. It needs WD-40. Um, so anyone who doesn't know, anyone who doesn't know, it's like, like a degreaser, basically, like a lubricant, a spray lubricant. And um, the door is like, when you open it, it's like... And the last thing I think of to buy anywhere when I'm out is WD-40. So the door has been like that for, what, two, three months that we've lived here. And every time it opens, I'm always like, Sophie, like when Alfie's asleep. And I'm like, Sophie, come on. I'll tell you what you need. Just just put olive oil on it. Really? You've got olive oil in your cupboard. Just put olive oil. Yeah, it's the same shit. Yeah. Well, that just shows how much I know about uh, any sort of anything related to labour or anything like that. Anything. Um, yeah, so, yeah, I get super paranoid, man. Like, super like, oh, yeah. shit. Like, I'm awake instantly. Heart rate, yeah, heart, heart, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I never thought that would be you. Hmm. Weird, isn't it? You're like, you've, been missed, you've been Mr. Cool, Calm and Collected like our whole life. Like, yeah, yeah. It's... Um, Amazing what they do here. They just turn you inside out. Mm. They, they, it's, um, so that's like that's a big fear of mine. Is I'm one of those people that I yeah. constantly have to make everything okay. Like I can't, I can't ever leave an argument, or I can't mm-hmm. ever, you know, it's not I can't do that. So I'm worried about like Marie always being all right, and Marie um, always because if she's not all right, then the whole thing falls apart, doesn't it? If the if 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 the woman. If the mum is not okay, yeah, it definitely makes it shit way harder. You know what I mean? So you've just got to keep making everything all right for them. So being able to manage that just worries me a lot. You know, I mean, the other thing is my work is like trying to trying to juggle that as well. I mean, I'm up and out the door at five in the morning, and I'm not back until nearly seven o'clock, which is pretty standard. Yeah, I but know. still, like you know, 
that 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 ties into so many things. And again, with the friends thing, you know, like you're obviously going to put your family first. Like no, no fucking doubt about it. So then, yeah, yeah. if you're if you're leaving at five, yeah. and getting back at seven, chances are that Ruby's likely to be asleep or about to be asleep. So then you've only really got the weekends. Like you know, I I get it for sure, man. Like. Um, I remember I was speaking to our friend, um, our friend Joel, yeah. um, before, um, in like I think the first like couple of months. So I wasn't really used to having Alfie, and he was like, "Oh, we haven't, I haven't seen Finn." Da, da, da. Uh, for anyone who doesn't know, Joel and Finn are like super best mates, um, <clears throat> and and I was like. Well, he needs to make time for his mates. <laughs> Little did I know that it's like it's not about that. It's actually about priorities, and like it's not whether you want to make time for your friends or not. It's actually yeah. right. Well, my priority number one is family and the things that are related to that, and then friends is almost like not a bonus, but it unfortunately, it, well, not unfortunately, just it comes second. That's just that type thing yeah no. i mean well you yeah, do you have choice, choice if you want to be a prick um sorry no you you were saying um <clears throat> you were saying oh the fears the fears what are we scared oh of? what are we scared of uh, yeah. what are we worried about with the yeah, yeah 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 fucking fucking everything <laughs> everything scared everything. of everything no it's uh i'm not i'm not too bad i'm worried about i'm worried about the tiredness i'm really worried about making sure marie's okay yeah. and I won't go through it again because you guys basically nailed everything about it, about the sleep arrangement. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, on the last episode. If people don't know that, they should definitely listen to that because it was really interesting. And for me, it was kind of reassuring hearing Jason saying that um, uh, uh, his little girl doesn't get woken up by the cry. Yes, same. As much as what you and I are probably imagining happens now. Yeah. That was really interesting, Mike. should write another show, Jason's Tips. Yeah. Do another show, Jason's Tips, and we'll just write them all maybe, down. Maybe I'll do a, um, like a Patreon or something where um, you can only get the tips if you pay for them. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bitcoin. Bit- yeah, that's it. Yeah, all currency accepted. Um, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, the, the, that that was super comforting yeah. for me to hear because I never... I, if, if someone makes noise, like, you know, that type of crying noise or whatever... In my head, as it is in yours, that will ma- make someone else wake up, especially if it's a small child, etc. So that was really yeah. comforting to to hear. Yeah. Um, you know, I do think that one thing that I'm a bit concerned about, apart from the noise thing and the waking up thing, which is pretty standard, I reckon. I don't, I don't think we've explained why that's such a bad thing, though. I, just, I think for me, yeah, sorry to interrupt, but I reckon the reason that's such a bad thing is because you realise if you don't have a good night, you have a bad day. And if you have a bad day, you have another bad night. And if you have a bad night, you have a bad day. Isn't it? So the night, if you mess the night up... That's it. You know, it's funny you said it because actually yeah. last night Alfie woke up at five something and he's got his nap is really full. So I was like, right... I'll change him and I won't make the mistake I did last time. You know, I told you before the other day with the (laughs) blinds. So for people who don't know, um, in Sweden, basically it gets when it, when the sun 
the sun doesn't set in Stockholm. So I actually thought that that was, I knew that that was true, but I didn't think that it was quite like that in Stockholm. I think you just need to be a bit further up. Well, I was definitely wrong, uh, as you saw from the picture I sent you yesterday. So like, yeah, so so I've gone out yeah, at five horrible. o'clock in the morning a couple of days ago and um, the blinds, I tried closing the blinds, one was tied up and all the rest of it and it was like it was the middle of the day. So obviously the Alfie got confused or whatever and was just awake. So that was that. But then last night he actually woke up again at five, like I was saying, and changed his nappy. I was like, right, this time, you know, I walked out, put his his uh, my hands over his eyes, went to the bathroom you know, by this time you're a pro, so you can change the nappy in the dark. It's perfect. You just hope there's not shit in the nappy. So, but we're all good. So yeah, that's all good. Dun, 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 dun. Hands back over his eyes, walking in the bedroom, lay him down. I'm like, all right, sweet. I lay down, put the pillow, like, you know, I've got like a little technique of my pillow. I've got a little situation going on. And I lay down, I'm like, oh. and then straight away, not even crying, just, yeah, that whining madness. Oh, the grumble. Mate, horrible. The grumble. So I'm just like, oh, it will, it will stop, it will stop. And then it kind of stops a little bit. But obviously I'm here, laying next to so thinking, Alfie, I really just, in the nicest way, please just shut the fuck up because yeah, I really up. need oh, your yeah. mum to, like, be, to like, have a really yeah. good sleep because she's, like, yeah. super pregnant and, like, yeah. come on, mate, you know. And so eventually I just pick him up. This is it, isn't it? You've got that worry. Yeah. You know? You've got that yeah. worry on both sides. You know, yeah. You need to be all right. I need them to be yeah. all right. I don't matter. I don't matter. I can, uh, yeah, I can just rot on 30 minutes. <laughs> yeah. That's fine. As long as your mum's okay. You're right. Yeah. So I pick him up anyway and I take him out and I'm just like, whatever. And then Sophie was like, um, obviously she had woken up and she was, she said something like, um, oh, like, what's up with him? Are you okay? I was like, no, and I'm in a really bad fucking mood. <laughs> and then walked out. And then like, you know, laid down and stuff and put on like the TV and ended up watching some like Joe Rogan podcasting. And then I kind of just, I was fine. And Alfie ended up having a little sleep a few hours, like an hour later. And then I had a couple hours kip. So nice. it worked out all right. But like, yeah, man, it's, um, yeah, that's, that's, that's a, that's a toughie for sure. So, baby two on the way. How do you feel that you are very much? I know you said you have worries, but do you feel prepared now? Um. Yeah, Marie is like I said. She's just the the bollocks at sorting stuff out like that, and she tells me what to do, and I do it. But um, yeah, I kind of think we are. Also, I don't feel as though you have to be as prepared. You know what I mean? We've kind of, I reckon that we've mm. spoken enough about cutting down on all the shit that we um, bought, wasted money on on the first time round. And oh, yeah, mate. we've sold a lot of it, yeah. which is really good. There's a really good second hand market for stuff. Um, but yeah, we've really refined it down. I think we know what we need and we've got what we, what we need. And also, the whole gender thing, we might be diff- different to other people, but we're not too bothered. Of, well, Marie wants to find out. I don't want it, but she says I can have that decision, you know, so which is really cool. Uh, I, I was, yeah, yeah, I was yeah. once told that it's nature's biggest secret. You know what I mean? It's nature's only real secret. So, And I really like that. So, I, And mm, I don't care yeah. if it's a boy or a girl. Um, so the gender thing, I don't think you need to have a blue room and a pink room and 
You don't have not to at have all. a pink bow on the clothes. And, no. Not I at mean, all, man. We, um, we, we, they change their outfits three times a day anyway. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, Alfie's definitely worn things that a person would probably assume not know. Yeah. they're a girl or not know, you know. And it's like, I definitely had one. Exactly. And it's, you know, it's kind of like, it's just clothes. And like, for example, if I wear a pink shirt, which I've done many a time, does Mm. that mean that you then think that I'm a girl from afar? Or if I have long hair? (laughs) (laughs) Or if if I have long hair, like I used to, does that automatically from afar make me people? It's a weird one. Like, and I did feel a bit sort of, um, I was socially aware of, um, of that. And like, and I caught myself almost giving into being like, Oh, maybe he shouldn't wear that. And I was like, no, don't be such a dickhead. He he can wear whatever he wants. You know, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's kind of our stance. Mm. Maybe mine more so than Marie's because obviously it's a little girl and she wants her little girl to look all cute and things. Absolutely. Um, so no, preparedness for the second one round, I kind of standing my ground on the fact that whites and greys and blues and purples and pinks and whatever, mm. um, don't worry about it, you know. Um, I love the idea as well of having a little girl. I love the idea of Ruby being able to do whatever the fuck she wants right? and um, being just as good as any, anybody else. So she loves kicking a football. Mm. You can already kick a football better than I can. She's amazing. That's not and hard, though, mate. We're moving. No, it's not. I was pony, <laughs> two, two cleftoofs. But she, um, we're moving house to a place out in the countryside in a couple of weeks, actually. And they've got like a rock climbing club there. And like, I just think, oh man, she's. That's I really sick. want to see if she'd be into that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or you know, whereabouts are you moving yeah. to? Yeah. you don't. In Groobridge. Oh, mate. Yeah, that's Groobridge is a lovely yeah. little um, little village, man. <clears throat> Yeah, getting away from people. People are horrible. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's some vil- uh, validity in that for sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no preparedness. I don't. Nah, I don't think we need to be prepared as much as the first time round at all. So the first time round, did you read any of those uh, like books and go to yeah. classes and stuff? Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah you're yeah. definitely a books and yeah. a classes type of guy. I can see that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like. Did you do NCT? We, did you do it? We didn't uh, do the NCT. We did nothing. Nothing yeah, at you all. Didn't miss out. No. Didn't miss out. I paid. Well, well, we paid a shitload of money for something called NCT in England, and I basically learned how to fucking put whale music on and light candles <laughs> for an hour in the evening for however many months it went on for. And then when we actually got to the event of giving birth to the kid, and they talked up, what's the fucking title? Relaxation thing they talk about. Relaxation therapy. Relaxation no, no, can't remember. Certain type of giving birth where the woman goes into her own zone and all that. Okay. I think we pretty much turned up and were like, just get every single drug you can. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Just make it safe and painless. And why put yourself through all that shit? You know what I mean? Yeah, I agree, man. Like again, like you said before, it's not the Victorian yeah. times. Like we've got the medicine to no. do it. Might as well. The French. Yeah, yeah. I might be wrong, but the French um, epidurals are as standard. Oh, really? Yeah, epidurals are standard. They're onto something for sure. So, <clears throat> how would you say, in general, it's a bit of a weird one because obviously we've 
we both had kids during like the corona peak uh period but like you know how do you feel like your life has changed since being a parent because i mean apart from the, i mean there's the obvious things right and we've kind of covered some of those obvious things with friendships and things like that but i feel like um you know, aside from the general and obvious things, is there anything that kind of stands out that you're just like, ah, that's a big difference from from before? Uh, like how you said about your sisters, you know, that was, you know, that brought you super close. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've definitely, mate. I've, um, I don't know, it sounds cheesy. You mm. might agree, maybe, but I about yourself but i am um i reckon i'm 10 times the bloke i was before i had a kid i'm so much more proud of myself um i didn't particularly like who i was until i was a father really i wasn't a particularly good person i wasn't particularly responsible or i'd say you're a good media you're a good now. person mate you know you looked out you yeah maybe and, and joel together definitely looked out for me in in times of struggle and trouble 100 yeah, percent. you know and i and friends that, but <clears throat> But now I, I feel so much like, I don't know, just, they say, they say, you know, you become an adult at 21. To be honest, I don't think you become an adult until you have a kid. Uh, oh, yeah, I definitely don't think you, you know, become an uh, adult mentally. at 21. That's not, the majority yeah, don't. Not, no. <laughs> I don't think I was. No, sadly, I became an adult, had a kid and then just started deteriorating. <laughs> and started fatter and bolder. Instantly and, uh, deteriorating. And slowly, slowly on the way out. Instantly deteriorating. <clears throat> but no, I definitely changed me for the better. And, um, i tell you another thing as well. Um, I'm better at work because I prioritise better. You know what I mean? I don't... I work in construction, so it's not quite such a nine to five. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I can just nail my shit out, get it done, and prioritise what needs to be done, not take any bullshit from people because I take bullshit from a one and a half foot monster when I get yeah. home. So I'm really good at dealing with shit, you know, from children. And um, I don't know, it's made me more efficient. It's made me see my priorities more and I can just get stuff done you know so it's definitely changed me for the better yeah for sure I think yeah I definitely um for me someone who has been has worked many different jobs and has explored many different career paths I think is like the most professional way I could say it <laughs> Uh, just done yeah. loads of shit. Well, we all do that. So, you know, you had, um, well, no, you've had you've had some real good journeys, man. You've, um, you know what I mean. You've had, taken a lot of confidence to do what you've done, to, to make those decisions that you made and follow them and go at them and chase them and then realise that no, it's not for me. I'm going to do this and look where you are now. It's mm. wicked. You know, it's really cool. Well, I mean, <clears throat> but that's the thing. I th I do think that since having a kid, and also moving to another country like it's helped me weirdly really focus on things and kind of like I feel like I've majority of my life I've been quite confident person in my abilities and all the rest of it but then not really acted upon them kind of just got to a certain bit and then just been like ah this is shit I don't like it or whatever, whatever the situation is yeah. <clears throat> whereas I think now is like Although sometimes I might feel like that, I I think I kind of just push on through and just go, well, actually, you know, I kind of want to be an example when, mm. you know, Alfie's yeah. 
older and has understanding. He's like, oh, so, you know, what did you do when you were younger or whatever? I'd be like, oh, well, I did this, 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 and this, this. You got a whole day and I can tell you what I've done. But I stuck to this because, uh, 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 and all of this other stuff led me sort of, I guess, to that. Um, yeah, I think it definitely changed my perception on like taking career and work more seriously. Not that I didn't take it serious before, but like just more like, look, you know, you really do have some like mad responsibilities. Like you need to really help yourself help them. Yeah. Don't make, don't make that be Mm. a worry. Don't let that be a worry. You know, it's, uh, it's really interesting that you're saying, because I thought, I do it a lot, but it's really, again, we've never had the chance to talk about these sort of things. It's weird, but you're saying that you're imagining your future conversations mm. with your child. Um, that's so interesting because I do that a lot. I do that loads. It's such a weird thing to do, isn't yeah. it? But, but that's you imagining how your child's going to perceive you as, he, uh, as what you are, and you want them to be proud. Exactly. <clears throat> you know, I feel like it's those, you know, when you're, in your let's just categorize it as your 20s right when you're in your 20s you know you want to kind of look cool you know you want to be seen doing cool things or whatever it is you know and like although that's really good and all the rest of it now like because you're doing it for like maybe for yourself a little bit but also for the perception of other people whatever that whole weird thing but like now i'm like Although I'm someone who cares about the clothes I wear and the shoes on my feet, what's more important for me is the sort of example that I'm setting Alfie, even though he doesn't realise it right now, and then soon to be our daughter. Like, the example that when they say, oh, daddy, you know, they see a picture of it, oh, you know, what's this, whatever, then I can be like, oh, it's blah, 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 and this, that, and the other, you know, I just want to be able to not be like, oh yeah, I was just, that was night out with my mates. And then that's kind of all I've got really to share. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I kind of want to be, yeah. I want to impress yeah. my future Definitely, kids. But you've got so much more to share. Yeah, uh, you have, I really, you know, um, taking a lot of balls to do what you guys are doing. Um, you know, to be confident for you two as, as parents to have been confident enough in yourselves to, have your family in Australia and then move to another country and it, definitely your kids are going to look back on that and go wow that's amazing mummy and daddy were in Australia and they did this and they did that and now you know we're from Sweden and we're from England and we're from a bit in Australia and you know it's that's like really cool the kids are going to look back on that and um, you can imagine them saying that in their school classrooms can't they well I was mm-hmm. born in Australia and no 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 you know Everyone like, Ooh, by the same token, cool. right? So this is, so this is. I had a conversation sort of similar like this with Joel, and um, it's about one's perception and relativity. So, yes, all the things you're saying, that's true to an extent. I would agree for sure. For me, though, I look at you and other people like yourself. You have a very stable income. You have a really nice house. You're about to move to another house that's, I would assume, if it's in Groobridge, it's probably a little bit bigger, a little bit more garden space, et cetera, et cetera. Um, You know, those things for me 
you, you know, are the same things that you sort of see in me is what I, I see that in you, if you know what I mean. Like, and that's what mm. I think, oh, wow. Like, and I know that's not necessarily, that may be not as impressive to, you know, a 10-year-old or a 15-year-old kid. But then when they do get to our age, they'll be like, wow, my parents weren't moving about. They had a solid home base, blah, blah. I mean, don't get me wrong. Obviously, we pretty much have that all covered now. But like, you know what I mean? Like, so mm. it's interesting that like how we see things. Yeah, I think uh, the grass is always greener, isn't it? Perception. Yeah, perception. Mm. The grass is always greener, you know. Like, um, Marie and I, Marie and I have been really lucky. We've done really well. I mean, it was only the fact that we managed to sell a house when we were quite young that's enabled us right. to move a little bit on the chain. Um, again, it's only, you know, it's only a free bed, um, but we're very proud of it. But um, no, it's. Um, Grass is always greener, man. You know what I mean? Because I left school from the age of Mm-mm. 17. was, you know, as a welder. You know, I was yeah, out yeah. loads. Um, whereas you, yourself, I mean, God, you went to America when we were younger. I completely forget mm-hmm. about that. You lived in America. You know, you went to Australia. You obviously, you know, where you are now and all these sorts of things. It's like, fuck, I had a holiday in Spain. The rest of the time I spent beating a piece of steel around with a hammer. You know what I mean? It's, so it's, Grass mm. is always greener, you know? Um, and you just don't fucking know what the future is. Oh, absolutely, gonna bring. man. That's what's so know. mad. I mean, look at where you are now with this with this with this business in that you're in at the minute. It looks oh, absolutely it. fantastic. Culturally, it looks so off the times and it's so cool. I work for the man, you know what I mean? I work for the man. You Well you are the man. I'm a man. You know what but, I mean? Yeah, sure. <laughs> well, no, I know what you mean. You know what I mean. It's a, it's a big difference. I work for a great big construction company. You know what I mean. I'm just a number, whereas um, you know you've got something really unique there. It's, it's good. It's special. But yeah, grass is greener. You know, grass. Is Indeed, greener. it is, my man. But I mean, <clears throat> I guess that's just the way of the world, always. So I guess you know, we've talked a lot about friendships and and just how our experiences have been you know I guess first off what would you say was like the best thing for you about being a parent as it stands um best or thing about being an a parent. alright thing about being a parent <laughs> I just think the comedy of it was mm. absolutely brilliant, isn't it? I've never pissed myself with laughter so much in my life as when Ruby is just a nut, yeah. a nutcase, aren't they? They're just mental, aren't they? And then your your humour becomes more innocent as well. Like I can quite happily watch six straight episodes of Peppa Pig and really be fucking amused <laughs> by it. You know what I mean? It's like, um, so I don't know. Just, just life's happier, isn't it? Life is happier. More smiles, more laughter, more silliness. Yeah, I think, you know, it's funny because, again, you know, this five o'clock in the morning thing today, like, I was obviously, it's a weird one because it's like you try and control your thought process, right? But it's like, it can be quite difficult. So I, I find myself thinking like, oh, you're such a little bastard. But then it's like, 
we're sitting there on the well yeah. or laying there on the sofa and then like I'll look at him and he's looking at me and he gives a little smile and I'm like, Oh, you're so just lovely. Like all is forgiven. Yeah, you're just great. And it, and it's crazy because it's great. like, yeah, it, it really is. You're great it's, monsters. It's, 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 um, yeah, it's mad. It's definitely... It's inbuilt in you. It's, it's inbuilt in everyone, isn't it, to... Um, Not at all. You and can't help it, can you? you? They can get away with murder. Yeah, probably. <laughs> but then um, I guess, yeah. <clears throat> what would you say would be to uh, play devil's advocate? Or advocate, if you say it properly. Uh, worst thing about being a parent, or the thing that you don't enjoy the most, or enjoy very much, rather, if anything. Trying mm. to get out of the house. Trying to get out of the fucking house. Oh, you you spoke about it on we um, did previous episodes, and um, it made me laugh when you said about. Um, I'm just going to go and buy a yeah, pint yeah. of milk. And you're like, I'll go, I'll go. I was just yeah, it, it's weird. Because you, you, I put my, I put these things on my earphones on and I walk along the park and I put a bit of drum and bass on. And then, like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm a human being. I am just me. Five yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, that's definitely, um, that getting out of the house thing, I think, you know, is, is something that I, I feel in the pod, is going to come up quite a lot because I think it's definitely something that everyone can unify on. It's, um, you know, it's one thing when you're in a relationship with someone or <clears throat> even just uh, your relationship with, like, your mates and you're, like, re- getting ready to go out and you're sitting there ready on the couch having a beer or whatever or wine or whatever it is and you're waiting for the other person who seems to be taking, like, forever. And you think that that yeah, is yeah. a pain in the ass. And then it's like, no, no, wait till you have a child. Oh, no, wait till you have two of them. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, I can't, I can't even imagine that does strike the... Strike Add it to the, the list, mate. They are just monsters, yeah. aren't they? Well, they, uh, I was trying to get, like, but today, like, this is a Saturday morning. Yeah. And we've arranged to do this on a Saturday morning. And like, Marie, Marie said she'd take Ruby off to the park little walk up the road and I was like right I hope we get her ready and then by 10 o'clock I'll be good to meet Aaron I think we yeah. managed to get online by like 25 past 10 Ruby's hidden one of her fucking shoes I've laid out all her <laughs> shoes her socks her hat get her ready she's lost the shoe she doesn't want to wear that one she's lost the sock um, I've greased yeah. her up as well because it's yeah. sunny so I've put a load of sun suntan loads <laughs> so it's like trying to grab hold of a bar it's of just soap. like that Squiggly a bar like of that. soap <laughs> she just you know <sighs> It just makes a mockery. It's like trying to, it's like, I always say to Marie, it's like trying to put an octopus into a marigold, isn't it? Can you imagine? That's what it's like. And it just, they are, they beat you. They defeat you in every way, don't they? Like, while you're trying yeah. to get them changed, you'll get one arm in. You're like, right, I fucked that halfway there. Start on the other one. Yeah. She's replaced that arm with a fucking leg in the armhole and the jumper. And you're like, fuck it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get out. You've got a doctor's appointment in three days. Yeah, that's yeah. so good. An octopus. That's very um mm. Yeah, that's uh that's that's definitely it. it is, isn't for it? sure. Good um well you know, lastly the well not lastly, but uh, one thing I definitely wanted to ask, you know anyone who uh is 
in a similar situation as us, or not situation, that sounds very negative, in a position as us, who um, has a child, you know, one and a half years, 18 months old, whatever, and is having another one sooner. Um, any sort of advice you would give to them um, on expecting another person? Because I know, obviously, last week, Jason has already had a child, so he kind of touched on things for, like, kind of, like, also with like our beforehand and afterwards, but is there anything for you that you feel is important that people could know? Any tips or anything? Would you what for people for people having their first one or for people in a situation like us maybe going into a second one? Well, <clears throat> I mean, I was saying originally for the people like us, but I mean, yeah, for the first one as well. Like yeah. that's yeah, both. God, I don't know. When you get all these tips back in at the end of the season, can you give them to me? But, um, <laughs> I don't know. I think um, we definitely, with a one and a half year old, they are nuts. And one of the best things Marie ever got were these little lock things on the kitchen cabinets to stop her going in and out of them. They were really good. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't have to worry about all that sort of thing. But. Uh, that's a very practical bit of advice, but I don't know if I could take a leave, uh, take take of my own advice. I'd say don't worry so much, because I think mm. you know the, the fear can sometimes stop you having fun. So that's definitely something I wish I could do myself sometimes more as well. You know that's that's really interesting point that you bring up about the fear can sometimes ruin the fun. We um on our patio we have like a step up you know, and there's planter pots and yeah. that sort of stuff on there. And Alfie uh, loves to stand up on that and then hold the fence. And like, so basically we have a driveway and it's quite a long driver. So there's like, it's almost like a wind tunnel and he stands there and just soaks in the wind and the sun. Yeah, and absolutely saying, loves yeah. it. Yeah. 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 So, <clears throat> so to get down from there, he doesn't really get how to get down from things. Yeah. So, Obviously, this is like, you know, they're bricks, so you don't want him to fall you know, flat on his face in that. So at first we were kind of, you know, cautiously helping helping him down or just not allowing him to go up there. And I was like, you know what? He needs to learn how to do these things. So we just put a big, um, um, you know, like garden furniture. You have like the big square foot where you rest your feet or you can sit on it type of thing. So yeah. it's a big square pillow. Yeah. So we just put that on the ground next to where it is. And I've seen him a few times fall like on his face onto the pillow. Um, and now what he's started doing is he's crouching down and then, you know, almost like, um, you know, like a Sliding weird sort of like, legs. Yeah, just kind of like crawling yeah. on off of like the ledge bit and onto the pillow, which is like, you know, so I think it's really important to like you said, to not like give into that fear and trying to work out other ways around it so that, you know, the development can continue on without yeah. you having to assist it. too much. Don't, yeah, yeah don't just, exactly. Don't just ban him standing up there because he gets a lot of pleasure from looking down your driveway and the wind and everything. He, so, he loves it so, yeah. much, so much. So it's like, you know, let him do it. But just find just a way of, a safe else. way. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do you know what, tip-wise, and I learned this from my sister who, yeah. when she had Willow, which was, she's four now, and obviously we didn't have a kid at the time, 
Yeah. I always remember my sister when she was, when the willows learned to walk, and like you said, they love a fucking step, don't they? They love a step. <laughs> love a step. A nice flat garden, <laughs> and they'll go and hang around on the patio step, you know, because they can just get up to the and slow it. I always remember my sister going, Willow, every time she went to something like a physical obstacle, she'd always say, step. She'd go, step, step, be careful, step, step. Mm. And like we we adopted that, and it really worked for us brilliantly because they then know, oh, step, it's like a game. Oh, I've got to be careful, and I've got to lift my leg a bit yeah, higher. Yeah, right. I've got to try, you know. And so that was a really good tip that I learned from my sister, actually. Um, mm. Just And like you said, it's so sad, isn't it, because you end up saying, no, 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 don't go over there, don't do this, no, don't Knows do that. a thousand times, actually, man. Oh, and they get so frustrated, don't they? Mm. So, so actually you've got to stop yourself and go well my fear is stopping them from a learning b having fun so mm. exactly like i said find another way around things that they can carry on doing it but just pad the face out with pillows <laughs> pillows and uh and uh and those sticky lock things yeah, yeah. and it's funny actually yeah. because we need one for the toilet because <sighs> that hand in, yeah. the, in the in the bowl is amazing for him yeah. Nice little ksh, 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 uh, yeah. like splashing his hand in the water. Yeah. That is a big, big, big fun for for Alfie. Yeah, they love it, don't they? Indeed, they do. Well, I think we could probably wrap it up there. We've sort of covered everything. Unless you have anything more you want to add, or any other last minute. I could do, yeah, stuff. I could do it. I could do it all day. It's been great fun, man. It's been great fun. I could do it all day, but um, yeah, we're good. Well, I appreciate you coming on for sure, man. Like it's, yeah, I really appreciate that. Thank you a lot. Um, and I'm sure I'll probably speak to you pretty soon, anyway. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Thanks, Aaron, man. Thanks for having us. No, you're welcome. Thanks for coming on, mate. I'll catch you later. If this is your first time listening, thanks for tuning in. And if it's not, welcome back. Parents Uncut, The Truth Comes Out Eventually is released every week for your enjoyment. Come back often, leave a comment, send to a friend and follow me on Instagram at Aaron Hollands. Big shout to Sneakers and Stuff, SNS Radio and Shoe Shame for making this possible. Until next time, take care.